Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. It is September 20th, 2022, and this is the Voice of Reason podcast. My name is Sean Phillips, and as always, I am joined alongside my two co-hosts, Mr. Andy Van Ever and Travis Kirkendall. Gentlemen, I apologize for the two-week absence. No, no, uh, no. But we are, I am back. We are here. How, how's it been? How, how look, is, look at how the, has it I mean, been for you guys? Is it just me, or has the beard actually gotten fuller? I mean, are you really... It has. So you you've hit puberty. It's really filling in now. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. It your, your voice does seem a little bit deep. Both your testicles, yeah. for both testicles to drop. I was about <laughs> two thirds of the way down on one, but it went down in the last two weeks, and here we are. And so just I gotta to, say that's the greatest weekend warrior beard I think I've ever I seen. I know that's exactly what I was just thinking. I was like, weekend warrior, get it. The national yeah, guard. No, the it, the it national guard's calling. It will be gone probably in October. I, I will unfortunately have to shave uh, unless they don't call me. That I'm not going to shave. I'm, I'm, uh, unless they call me, I'm not arriving anywhere. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what How happens. How much longer do you have in? Yeah, exactly. Around four more years, I think. <laughs> not not quite, maybe. It might be more like three and a half. So we're hoping. I don't okay. know off the top of my head. Yeah. Some Some amount. I got you. I'm really happy about um, insurance. Sure. Though. <laughs> mm. So tell us uh, yeah. what. So how's things going out there? Things are kind of crazy. Um, as as um, as crazy as it might uh, be to some to believe, but I am officially like uh, the last couple of weeks has been extremely overwhelming. Um, uh, been been hectic, been crazy, um, but here in a couple of days things are going to tone down, uh, which is going to be really nice. It's just been like super hectic trying to get caught up on a lot of things, um, other like you know just like life issues, like like car issues um, that of course like are just more difficult because it's California and like in Missouri, have never been an issue. Um, so just just little little things, um, but other otherwise good. Like I said, the beard is still here. Um, definitely, like the the social gloves aspect of, of working that event was like really crazy. And so now that the dust has kind of settled on that, it was like the you know everything else just kind of got busy. So um, a bit hectic, but uh, you know we are greener greener pastures are in view. So. Which which is which is always good. I I think that it's you know I watched uh, so Sean did his he he talked about social gloves that was his big pay per view and I think I was doing the wedding two weeks ago I was telling him and I was watching it and some of the people that they had on there that they were doing for this cause is like he texted me he's like are you watching the I was like I'm going back and forth between the wedding and the paper and he's like. The guys who robbed Jesse Smollett are boxing right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, so get over there to it. And you're, he said, well, first he said it was these. It was this one guy. And I was like, okay, I don't know who that is. He said, it's the guy who robbed Jesse Smollett. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, get over there, turn on, turn it on, turn it on, turn it on. That was well worth the, the, the price of admission, so. Yeah, and that was actually funny because I, I had no idea. I had gotten the text from one of the one of the other producers on the show and it was like the dude boxing in the ring right now is the guy that fake beat up Justy Smollett and I was like 
what? And he's like, he sent a <laughs> screenshot of like a, an article about him. Like, oh, oh my God. So he, he really beat up someone at this event. So he is, you know, um, I would say the, the mugging against uh, Jesse Smollett, thanks to the law, turned out to be a draw. So, um, so there was is, no one zero and one. So, but what I did they actually declare winner? They it was did they declare winners in this? His or? his, his he, so he is a boxer. Like he is an actual boxer. He was his fight was not an exhibition. So how a lot of these events work, even with like these YouTuber events, kind of how they usually go, is. Some of these fights were pro fights, but like Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson, that was just an exhibition because neither of them had any previous boxing experience. Um, but I would say like on our main card, we had two exhibitions and then – no, three exhibitions. One was supposed to be a pro fight um, but was moved to an exhibition, um, and that was the Swaggy P versus like Dominican because Blueface yep. had actually fought before. Yep. Um, so it, things, things had kind of gotten shuffled around. Um, but then the, the entire undercard was all, um, pro pro fighters for a promotion called next gen, which is like a, a boxing promotion that specifically caters like a bunch of guys that are, you know, either making their pro debuts that actually have potential, um, or are, you know, somewhere in the realm of like five and oh, six and oh, kind of building that up, uh, just to kind of introduce them on a bigger platform um, to people that haven't seen, you know, like haven't seen them yet. Cause that's the hard part about boxing is it's hard to make your name and make money until you like start to get to that, like 14 and 0, 15 and 0 <laughs> kind of range, unless like you're yeah. kind of established. Yeah. Um, yeah. so this is where next gen kind of comes in. It's trying to change that where it's giving those guys a platform a bit earlier, um, on a much larger scale. So regardless of what, like a lot of people say about like the YouTuber boxing, I can say that's actually been one of the big things is like people that would never have watched boxing before they fill the undercards and they fill some of the main card with these guys that like, you know, if it would have been like on the Canelo card would have been, you know, not even on TV. So, yeah. And talk about exactly. making your pro pro debut. Uh, glad to see your daughter can join us this evening too. Yeah. Yeah. She'll probably be, be in and out. That's great. In and out. Uh, you know, yeah, she's so, Back to the so what time what time did that Peterson fight end up going on out there? Because I I followed you guys to like eleven, so it, it was, I mean was it like after midnight when you guys ran that fight? I, I don't know when it would have been. Um, I, I wasn't like yeah I was running around. I wasn't looking um, at clocks that evening. But I know the event got was 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 started late. There were some weather concerns. It was an outdoor venue, um, so there was concerns about weather. It was actually funny. I saw this like TikTok online that was like, oh, it got delayed because the McBroom family wasn't going to pay the venue and the venue wasn't going to let them start unless they paid them money, which wasn't the case. It quite literally just came down to because of the weather, it took longer to get everything ready because there was a huge stage, the ring, like there was a lot of stuff that was going on that got delayed because there was supposed to be rain. So instead of like being able to start at like four in the morning for setup, they weren't able to like start till later, like uh -huh. eight, uh, eight or nine in the morning, which just caused the gates to open up late because they just weren't done. And and as soon as like the gates opened, they started some of the amateur, some of the some of the lower card fights. So I actually felt bad for the first guys. There the wasn't anybody. Card. There wasn't anybody there. Didn't People were quite literally walking in. So as they were walking into the venue, they they saw a boxing match going on. Well, so a lot that, of people were confused and there was a lot of speculation as to what was going on. 
It's just a weather issue. That's what I said. When I, so I must have, so I, I guess I caught most of the undercards. And when I looked at the undercards, it, it just looked like, man, there's nobody. And then I just start seeing people trickle in. I was like, what, <laughs> what in the world? These guys are kind of, you know, but the, no, that, no one showed up to that event. I yeah. will say that that never changed. Yeah. Um, that was, that was one of the, one of the problems with, um, the promoters, like the, 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 the social gloves banner, um, I, the way that I voiced it, they tried to they tried to play Hollywood, and Hollywood said no. Um, know your audience. McBroom is a has a YouTube channel. And they they boast about how it has over ten million followers. It's ten million white bitches that watch the family and like that love reality TV. It's not ten million people that are going to tune into boxing. Well, that's what um, they... so it was just bad marketing. You think it was just bad it was marketing? it was horrendous marketing. So what I what I found out was that tickets actually didn't go on for sale until like seven days before the event. The event oh, was originally supposed to be, it yeah. the The event was originally supposed to be at Crypto. Um, that got moved. It was moved to the Bank of California. Um, there was there was legit like no real marketing push for this. And just the thing is like, the other main event fighter, Anderson Gibb, has a pretty has a big following and and, and a more like age appropriate who would watch boxing. But he's from the UK. And just for what the card was, like people aren't going to travel from the UK to watch Anderson to watch. get boxed. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. They might order it online. But again, the issue was they were charging $40 for the pay-per-view or something like that when they, so they should have been charging like you don't 10, handle 15. You're, you don't handle any marketing stuff. You're mostly just production and, and kind of the back kind of deal. You don't 100% production. So stuff. essentially like the, the company that I work for, we get hired out by one of the promoters to do like the behind the scenes stuff, you know, like there's a whole other team that should have been hired that it doesn't look like was hired. That was supposed (laughs) to do marketing and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So, and then you, and so then you, you did the, so then you did the, the, tell us about the interview with Cedric, the entertainer. How did that, how did that come to So again, it was kind of pure luck. Um, what had happened was again because what what the group that I was there to be doing what we were supposed to do is what we were told again this is what we were told from four to six there was supposed to be a red carpet event where celebrities were going to be coming to the event here's the thing celebrities in LA are not going to show up between two hours early for an event that you know was supposed to start at six when the event didn't even start until about eight um Celebrities weren't going to show up at four o'clock, four hours, and just you know <laughs> sit in the stands and, and watch this event. So the issue was that they had they had had people that were supposed to do those interviews, those red carpet interviews, but because like people weren't showing up there at that time, like those people that were supposed to do the interviews had to go back to ringside. They had to go do other jobs that they were like set to do. Um, so he didn't have an interviewer. There was another person that was kind of like, hey we'll have this person do the interviews, but they were too far away. And I, we didn't have like communications for me to be like, Hey, walk halfway across the stadium because so-and-so is here. And here's the thing, the celebrities that we were told were going to be there. We weren't about to ask them, Hey, will you wait a second so we can radio and interview or walk and be here in five minutes to do a 30 second interview with you. It just wasn't going to happen. So, you know, we had some of these people coming through and I, we just said, fuck it. Like, I wrestle. I know how to talk on the mic. So grabbed it. And we said, if we're going to be here, we're going to film something. And so I was. I, I interviewed a handful of, like, YouTubers. Um, I, again, I wasn't really 
like familiar with too many of them, but I definitely knew who Cedric the Entertainer was. Um, and so I, I got to talk to him. I got to meet um, some of the other people. I met a guy uh, that was real big on Vine, and then he's like done movies, done some stuff. We didn't interview him on camera, but I talked to him for a while. Uh, King Batch is his name. Like some people might know uh, who he is. But then I didn't interview, but I, you know, um, you know, because they were like Tyga, Chris Brown, um, YG, they did not want, they did not care about being interviewed at this event. They were ready to just go sit in their suite. So they just kind of walked on by. So they were, they the, were there. And that they were cool. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yep. cool. Sean was, uh, but again, did Jesse Rutherford show up to the event at all? Uh, no, no, he was, he was, <laughs> that's not quite his scene. Oh. I had to ask. Sorry. I had to ask. Um, no, no. I have not <laughs> seen him yet. I, I, trust me. I, I have not forgotten that if I see him, I am to call you immediately. Yes. Yes, you are. Oh, man. So That's so cool, man. It's it's cool to finally have you back on and ask you about the event. Because I've yeah, been wondering, like, yeah, God, yeah. what all goes into that? Like, what is he actually? Like, I know you've talked about it, but, like, now that you've actually done an event like this, I was just wondering, like, what actually happened? You know, what there's like all this shit that goes into making this happen. Like it's, it's crazy. There it's, are there's a lot of moving pieces. There are. And that's one thing that like a lot of people don't understand is the amount of like logistical things that go into it are insane. So like, for example, I know like I've seen before too, it's kind of the same thing that happened with this. Like a lot of people put on like, so there's like golden boy promotions, right? right. They are, they, they're essentially like a, they have a boxing license. So they have their fighters that, that go up that box. Um, sometimes, you know, people have like shit on their events if like the production wasn't great or anything like that, but it's like, that's not what those individuals do. Um, they're specifically there to, uh, like work with the commissions on getting things licensed. Like, you know, I got to see exactly like some of these guys interact with the commission. It was so funny. Cause you could tell like who was a boxer and who was like, uh, uh, a reality TV star when the commission's like, you have to take your earrings out. And they were just like, I'm not going to name drop. They're like, uh, I, yeah, though. And they're like, "Are you gonna box tomorrow?" And they're like, "He's like, yeah." And then like, then you're gonna take your earrings out because you can't wear them when you're in the boxing ring. So uh, here's the for all of our friends who are watching on Facebook Live. Here is the picture of Sean with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. I just did a still shot from the interview. So there you go. There. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool though when you. You you did that. So he's so he's a he's a promoter. So he's a promoter then. Correct. Who? Cedric the Entertainer. No, no. Cedric was there as a. As a I thought he was, was talking. He was quite. I thought he was talking about some guy that he was pushing or something, or maybe just a guy there. No, was... no. So that was a, a buddy of his, Swaggy P. Okay, uh, so Swaggy P. Got you. Got you. They kind of train. Yeah, they. they and, uh, I, I guess for like workouts and stuff, uh, Cedric probably goes to the same same gym that you know some of those other celebrity guys probably go to. Yeah. Admits and all that good stuff. Yeah. So. so what we uh, kind of decided to go with, and I just catch up with Sean to kind of get what was going on. Um, we've uh, we've got some big issues that we're going to be looking at in the next couple of weeks. We wanted to kind of, after Travis and I spent the last two di- two weeks digesting more more than more than I cared to. I guess I would there say there was a lot that went into that. We believe, we believe it or not. We, we, we both we both had taken a lot of notes and we were we were both just like, and so we we're asking Sean's like, okay, what are we going? Sean Sean's like, oh, I'm going to be on this week. He's like, okay, do we really want to tackle big issues? Because Travis and I just were like, 
And I mean, I know you guys don't see it. Well, we have like this. We have like the series coming up that you and I just, well, all three of us had discussed that we're going to be putting out, and then yeah, and we just like, we will be tackling the immigration issue here shortly. Yeah, we're not ignoring. Uh, there's are, a lot of research that's going into that. Because um, yeah. I think there's a lot more than people realize. Yeah, we're we're definitely um, so not. Yeah, so chose to kind of keep it light this week, and because we, that was talk some other stuff that's not uh, as heavy. Well, I just like I I spent that's. The, in the what two seasons now hey by the way happy episode 28 of season two gentlemen um nice. the but the uh awesome. we had put in a lot of between travis and i and we just like and uh we i just like man let's do yeah something like because i don't feel like that was a lot of that was a lot of prep work for that we both put it in uh so I mean, when Sean's not when that when the talent isn't here, Travis and I have to work extra hard to exactly. So when the oh, when shut the, up. and we still we still when, just can't we can't ta- hit the standard, you know. Yeah, I know the standards way up here. We're down here, and just you know, oh my God. So what? Uh, so what have you? Uh, but we were just going to talk about a few things. What did you? Uh, what did you think about uh, the first couple weeks of the NFL season, Sean? Yeah, so it's kind of been crazy. Um, I, I've, I've decided the one thing I have decided is I, I have no idea. I legitimately have no idea how anybody is beating Buffalo this year. I think if there's oh ever been God. a time to bet on a team to to go the seventeen and zero and yep. win it all, yes. is that team? Yes, they they haven't have done anything wrong yet. Dog walked these these other teams. Um, but the, you know the interesting thing is, uh, I I am I have had so much excitement about this year particularly um, because aside from Buffalo, I feel like every other team like has a chance like even the bad teams aren't necessarily like extremely bad teams and even like the teams you think are good could lose on any given sunday to anybody else like it's this is in my opinion going to be the one of the most interesting years that we we've ever like had in football i feel like that the the tide is kind of shifting to where things are looking a little bit more even for a lot of people and I and I thought it in the years past. I thought, man, it's been to me. It just seems like it's been mediocre football the last couple of years. And I've watched just teams, and you just with the with the package that I have with with my provider, I get the NFL. And the Sundays that my teams aren't playing, of course, the Bears played. Well, I won't say the Bears played. The Bears showed up in Green Bay on Sunday night. And uh, the Chiefs played on Thursday night, so I did. I do the a lot of the NFL uh, Sunday ticket, which is they go from game to game to game to game to game. It's actually an interesting way to watch the sport. But no, this year I thought football was. I think the football season this year is going to be really good. Uh, the the thing that I and I said I shared this with Travis before we we came on tonight. So Sean and I, Sean does fantasy league football, and. Um, uh, I we we played we played a, an old buddy of Sean and Travis's a buddy of ours who's in the Navy Matt Furcus and uh, we're playing and I don't know if you saw the scoreline or not this morning Sean that but but Furcus beat me by point two six points and that was the most upsetting and it, I was 
I've never lost a game by like that before, but that was so so upsetting. But uh, no, but uh, and uh, so that's that's what's coming. I, I I was watching the so we were and Sean and I dog each other about the Bears and the Packers, and I was so excited Sunday night, man. And the the Bears scored their first touchdown, and I I'm texting Sean. I'm like, let's go, baby, and uh, yeah, and he's. And then later on in the night, Sean <laughs> sends me this this TikTok. It's gonna go, yay! The Bears scoring the touchdown, and I was just like, "Thanks, pal. Appreciate that." But uh, I'm only looking out. I'm only looking out for. Uh, for, for <laughs> I had to celebrate the one touchdown that we had, you know, and the one, the only time that we would have a lead over Green Bay all year long, you know, and. <laughs> But well, Mayor Rogers is officially, you know, checked back into the city, doing a lot better than Mayor Lightfoot. I'll tell you that. Oh well, anyway, you know, if there's one thing, if there's one, if there's one yeah. thing, Lori Lightfoot. That, uh, you know, at least one of the mayors are consistent. Yeah, you definitely don't have to try that already. No, but um, no, it's well. Never mind. I'll save that for the immigration topic. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was something that happened here recently, and. Uh, just kind of blew my mind. I'll just say it. We don't got to get into it. Um, one of the guys I was working with, apparently, so everyone knows, they've been sending uh, migrants up to these sanctuary cities. And Lori Life, but apparently, supposedly, these people showed up, and she sent them to Burr Ridge, which is, they're sending them to suburbs in Chicago. Now, Burr Ridge, of all suburbs, she thought it was a good idea to send these people to. Mansions. I, know. I mean, man, you know, you I just know. of all suburbs, just rich. Like no one. There's no townhomes. <laughs> there's no condos. There's no like little single family homes. Nope. Mansions, and that's where she's these people. That's great. And they're like, that is great. What the hell is going on? Oh my god, I had not heard that. Say. We I like, had not yeah, heard that. We'll get into that later. Oh but, my god! Yeah, Why didn't you tell? Comical, oh my gosh! I didn't even hear that. By the way, the count- yeah. counselor Alex Ellison is checking in tonight. And he said, "Very brave to admit that you're friends with Matt Furcus." Yes, we know. Thank you, counselor. Oh my goodness! No, um, but uh, what? Uh, so, Travis, I'm, we know you're not the football guy. So, what is got? What gets you going this time? I mean, you. You had the you had the big. Oh, I know what gave him a quarter chub this past Saturday. Did did you did you watch it all? Uh, so I did not watch. I didn't watch Canelo Triple G three. I just I love Triple G. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. He's absolutely a Hall of Fame legend. But I knew what was going to happen, man. The guy's forty years old, and he's going against Canelo, who's arguably in his prime. And also a Hall of Fame boxer, mm-hmm. so he lost uh, via unanimous decision. From what I heard, he started like super slow, and like from round nine to the end, like he like went out swinging and actually started winning rounds. So, so are you like, talking? Is that like, you say Triple G? I'm sorry, that's Gol- Gennady Golovkin. Yes, Gennady yeah, okay, that's who I thought you were talking from about. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. awesome about this guy? Very nice. People were scared shitless of this guy in his prime. Like nobody wanted to touch him because he knocked everybody out. And he's just the nicest, sweetest dude ever. Like you yeah. would never yep. suspect this guy is like a deadly knockout artist. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, he looks like a dad. He yeah, he does. Like a dad. And it sucks that he, there was a whole trilogy with them, and it sucks that, like, I, I think it's safe to say he definitely got robbed the first fight. Second fight was pretty close, and, yeah, you know, the third, obviously, he lost. Just I mean, the guy's 40 years old, you know? So, was uh, he, I didn't was, watch that one, but... Is this the same guy that is this the same guy that held the title for like four or five years? He had it a while, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was yeah. Okay. No, like I said, no one wanted nobody to wanted yeah at all. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's I'm I'm with Travis on this one. Like I we I think we actually if I'm not mistaken we like were on the phone during the first fight, and I arguably again thought Gennady Golovkin won, and I actually yeah. was like thought it was a pretty decisive win. Like not, not even like uh, like oh this could have gone either way. It was straight up like, yeah, Gennady took that pretty easily. And then when they started reading the judges' score, I was like, what? Because it, it ended in a in a draw, if I'm not mistaken. It, the first one was a draw. Yes, which was a, a load. And 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 Canelo won the second fight. At, yeah. And again, even I haven't watched the close. Yeah, yeah. It was still that was the thing. It's like it was a close. Yeah. Fight, but the first one, the fact that they called it a draw was ri- ridiculous. There's, there's too much money on Canelo for them to well, and, for him to lose. You so know, that's what the I'm, problem with boxing. Boxing is such a corrupt sport. And and they say it Canelo really Canelo needs to have surgery on his left hand after beating. Jeez. Yeah. That tells you something and about I that guy's he's jaw. Gonna try to, <laughs> he's going to try to avenge his loss against the guy he just lost to. Yeah. Uh, before Golovkin, and then two weeks ago, I, I watched the uh, Nate Diaz's fight with um, Tony Ferguson, which was which, which I don't usually buy pay per views very often, but I knew it was probably potentially going to be his last fight. I knew he was fighting Tony Ferguson, which is also a legend, so I had to tune in. That well, that was that was a fun and that fight. made me that was no offense to you, Sean, but when I forgot when I heard that that when that fight was on and Travis, I was like, oh my god, I missed that fight. And Sean's Man, asking, you were Sean, Sean's no asking, no offense to me at all. You're like, Sean, are you watching the social? And I sent him a screenshot. I was like, yeah, I was do, doing doing uh, a wedding and. Uh, we did do on a totally separate note. We did do our last uh, Van Beveren Sun DJ is now op- wide open for any. But we did our last gig uh, Saturday, and we yeah, you did. Let me. Let yeah, me sh- it was pretty fucking white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Not wrong. No. So. And I, you know what? Thank you, Twin Pikes Family YMCA, for doing this. I have a lot of my friends who work over there: Arthur Hamill, Sean Gerald. Um, uh, um, I can't think of the the CEO of the YMCA here in town, though. But they do a great job. And this, so the CEO, his name his name's Gerald too, and this guy's from Columbus, Georgia. We're talking south of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, I know. And, and this this guy and this guy is and he 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 uh, I've, he's used me before we've done Y events before and he 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 messages me he texts me about three weeks ago and he said Andy it's Gerald from YMCA I said hey man he said uh, can you we're trying to find a DJ for our annual fundraiser and this is a big deal for the YMCA they do every year and I said oh I'd be honored to you know. He said, yeah, we can't find a band to meet meet our theme. And I said, okay. I said, what's your theme? And he said, country 
Western. And I was like, now there's a difference than when you, when you DJ and Sean, you know, your music as well. When you say country is one thing. When you say country Western, we're talking, you know, just the old. And so he, she puts, he puts me in line with the president of the board of the YMCA and she's the one organizing this thing. And she's like, I just, I just don't like the new country today. It's 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 too rappy. And I can you get some older country? And I'm like, and okay, uh, you know, I've got a pretty wide. She doesn't life. like country pop. She doesn't like country pop. Old, pretty much what ninety percent of new country music and is. It is. And I like the old country music. I don't like new country, and I'm not a fan of old country. Huge fan, but so I put together the widest <laughs> fly your Confederate flag. Kiss your sister, eat your mayonnaise sandwich, oh you know, music that you could possibly play. And I would prefer if the music you have, you play whatever country song you want. But if it if it's Kane Brown and if it's Darius Rucker, please, yeah, please, please. Just about to say it better. Leave, leave it off. Well, she did. Face. So thank you so much. So for the pre, so for the pre, you know, when oh, everybody was still God. just arriving. So I'm just playing. I had Apple Music, and I'm just playing the country station, you know, the the current country hits. And she comes over to me, and I swear to you, she comes over to me, and she says, I was wanting some older country. Do you have any um, Patsy Cline? And I texted my wife that, and my wife about fell out of her chair. She's like, Patsy Cline? And she's like, are these people dead? <laughs> and I was like... So I, I put my list back on and man, we had, I, I sent a video to Sean and to Travis. I just, it was just country two stepping and, and, uh, I, I can honestly say that there was a rager at the Y because man, by the end of the night that, you know, by they, the end of the night, they busted out the bed sheets. And, well, there, uh, there was, there were no, some <laughs> they were burning, burning crosses in the, yeah. But they, I never think I would say that people were liquored up at the YMCA, but people were liquored up at the YMCA. So it was, it was quite, quite entertaining. And in my line of work, I think I've said that I've done it. I've pretty much done it all now and just, I've seen everything and it was the easiest job that I ever did though. I just put on literally on that one, I just pushed play and they were just loving every song that was coming up because it was just like, you know, oh, here's you know, John Michael Montgomery and here's, you know, Rascal Flats and blah. And it's like, Oh, you know, and, <laughs> that's and, your, that's your music. We you know. Well, you know, so, but, uh, other than that, no, then the, uh, the other thing that I kind of, we kind of want to look at is kind of some things that we're looking forward to as far as in the entertainment world. <clears throat> and Sean, I do want to get your take on, uh, have you watched any of the She-Hulk yet? I have not. Um, I no, no, I haven't. Um, don't waste your the, don't the waste last, your time. The, the last superhero show that I watched, uh, Tony and I um, had been watching The Boys, and if you haven't watched oh, The Boys, I would strongly Amazon Prime. recommend it. Yep. Definitely not children friendly. No, um, but no. if you are a fan of like really good storytelling and crazy, crazy action, and you like superheroes. The Boys is seriously like the best show um, out right now. We're we're um, in the middle. We've watched a couple episodes of season three 
Um, and it, it's actually insane. It's, it's a really, really good program, but I've also started, um, I watched the first two episodes of the new Lord of the Rings show and, uh, Travis, I would actually love to get your take on this because I know you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Um, and I, I, I've only seen the first two episodes. I've actually thoroughly enjoyed them. I don't know if you've watched it. I just want to get your, I have not seen it. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews. So I'm, I know I will watch it eventually just because I'm just a huge fan of that world, that franchise. But I've heard mixed reviews. So you, Our said, it was, you said you watched the first two and it was decent? Yeah. You know, so the main thing that I've seen people be angry about is they're like, how could there be a black hobbit? There is no such <laughs> thing as short black people. Like that is what that is kind of what the Internet is like sh- said and. Oh, and they're like, oh my god, cares. a strong, you, a strong you, woman protagonist. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. I, I'm dead ass. Like when I say this, it is probably the most beautiful show I have ever seen. Really? Um, really? If, if so, I'm gonna, you know, nerd out moment. But if, if you guys were a fan of the Lord of the Rings, but you didn't like The Hobbit, um, part of the reason why I did not like The Hobbit as much it was, was all because green screen. it yeah. was all green screen. Yep. This show. Um, it's so first to just kind of put it in perspective, it is the largest budget a television show has ever had per episode. Really? Yes. Um, Amazon is paying, I think for the first season, I I might be mistaken, but it was upward. I think it was like a billion dollars for the first season. Are you serious? It's it's insane how much money went into this They're back in New Zealand, aren't they? For some of the Correct. So that's the thing is this is using practical effects. They went back to the roots of practical effects, and you can see it. the The costume design is gorgeous. The looks of like some of the like medieval creatures it's 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 a perfect blend of CGI and practical effects and costumes and makeups. And um, the cinematography in it is great. I love I, I've loved the story so far. Um, like I said, I'm only two episodes in, but and it's very like it's it's very much I think that's another reason why the Hobbit kind of struggled was the Hobbit was like it had to stick with one story, whereas and they kind of tried to add more stories to it that weren't you know like in the book, right. so it, it kind of suffered a little bit. But if you read the Lord of the Rings, you know there's like four different stories happening all at once, and so it takes you to all the and that's what this show does. This show kind of takes you to a bunch of different characters. Um, Based across Middle Earth, and it's it's re- really cool. It actually like goes deep into the elf folklore um, that yeah. wasn't really yeah. explored. And, it's, um, it's based off of like some of the like the books that happened prior to Lord of the Rings, like the Samaritan and correct. Right. I, I, I know I said that wrong, but it's there's a the, he wrote, there was other books that my take brother, place prior to my brothers were big, huge J.R. Tolkien fans, and they had I mean. I, I got out of a book that I was reading. It was kind of, it, it was a book that taught, um, it discussed how J.R.R. Tolkien had come up with a lot of the imagery in his head was from fighting in World War One, and he and how he and his friendship with C.S. Lewis, you know, they 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 were in that. Oh, I can't think of the name. It's been so long since I've read that book, but it talks about. Uh, the boy, were they in the Boy Scouts of America together? No, they were in some kind of. It was some. It was some kind of thing in the in with Oxford. I forgot what it was called that they were in. 
But uh, he, J.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, and another writer, I can't think of the name, but they, a lot of the imagery and a lot of the stuff that Tolkien got came from fighting in the trenches. In... J.K. Rowling was yeah. the other author. That <laughs> yeah, J.K. Rowling was right there saying, man, <laughs> Harry Potter's going to roll hard with this. Yeah, Harry, Harry Potter's actually been around since like the 19th. So you mentioned, you mentioned the Black Hobbit. How about, let's just quickly delve into all the controversy. Oh, the, little mermaid. the Little Mermaid. Dear God in heaven, how yeah. much people are losing their crap over a black... Well, you know, Hans Christian Andersen was a Danish writer, and he wrote this to be, you know, about a white mermaid. And blah, 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 blah. I'm, uh, my... <laughs> I was just like... Calm down. She's black. I think that's like probably like the funniest, the funniest thing. Um, to me, that shit's hilarious because like yeah, people are like, well, Ariel was white. We can't ruin a good thing. And I, and you just literally have to look at it and go, you're right. The made up cartoon <laughs> character that never existed, that yep. not only, yep. not only it's, She's not even a person. She's a mermaid. A mermaid. Yes. And and the first thing people, oh, it's woke culture. It's introduction. Oh, it's my this, God. And it's like, it's, it's seriously it's one of the. Why? Like, well, I, uh, some of these, some of these sites I was going. culture. Well, some of these well, sites. I don't know if you guys remember when the Obi-Wan series came out. There was a bunch of controversy because of, uh, what's her name? Uh black female who has like a, a big part of the, the, the show and people are like so <laughs> mad about it and i was yeah. like there's only one wolf. black jedi in that universe and his name's mace windu yeah yeah and i thought and i thought that the, and i thought that kenobi was well i thought that was well done too i liked that one but oh i loved it, it i loved was, it and here's the thing too is like your her character like Oh you yeah, weren't really supposed to like her. Like she was an antagonist. But, toward, but towards the end, you felt it, sympathy it, it for totally her. Totally changes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They did that and so perfectly. They did a beautiful job at that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the fact that people are so butthurt about the fact that it's like, oh, Disney's going woke, well, trying to promote a black female actress, and it's like, no, like. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that I got from that, so they were talking, which, by the way, let's just call, let's just call a duck a duck and say this. That every live action thing that Disney has tried to do with the with the Mulan wasn't terrible, but the Beauty and the Beast, the no, actually that would have been great if they would have done Mulan with a black woman. That would have actually been <laughs> great. Black yes, they should have done that. <laughs> but that but that was the thing. And so one of these sites were saying, well, when they did when they did Mulan, they used a Chinese actor. When they did. When they did uh, uh, Aladdin, they used you know they used Arabic people. I was like, yes, and they also used the Blue Will Smith. What's your point? I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Could you imagine if they would have oh, made man. the Lion King with real lions? Yeah, then, I mean, it actually like was they? just as boring. It would would have been just as boring if they would have just filmed like actual lions, which you know. But I. Any any more? It's like you can't enjoy entertainment without just for its pure. You know, I, I think that I think well, that. So here's here's. Do you guys remember 
they made a big deal like people were making a big deal about when the when the buzz lightyear movie came out the new one lightyear everyone was throwing a fit because they're like they're forcing in a, a gay relationship into this into this movie and it's like a huge thing and all these people complain that it's been if you watch the movie it is literally like the line is like oh yeah me and my me and my uh, wife or me and my there's a, a woman commander and she's like oh yeah me and my like i'm i'm, I'm dating this person it's, it's my girlfriend and like that is the extent defining of it. that was, there was that ruined the whole film big deal. yeah yeah it was ridiculous. It's well, like, and you also, yeah. even though the rise of Skywalker, even though it was not Star Wars's brightest moment, they had the gay, the lesbian kiss in the end of that, you know. And I, I actually didn't notice it until somebody pointed, oh, the, the, they, they ruined the Star Wars franchise by having a lesbian the kiss. Best, and I was the like, best part of the movie. Yeah, well, Sean was like, Sean, Sean's got that on DVR. He's like, rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind, play. <laughs> Okay, girls. Now this time, loosen up the top of your no. But I think the. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. No the the one that I'm actually looking for forward to with Star Wars is this Andor that's coming up. And, yeah, that one looks good. And I, I well, I'm I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that Rogue One yep, has just been can, the best Disney yes, movie that they've yes. so far. I was gonna. Yeah. I was going to say I'm going to make the unpopular statement, but Rogue One by far. Solo when they did Solo, the the pre story of Han Solo was terrible. Was terrible. I I struggled through it, and I tried to watch it again. As like I just I, it didn't work. The the what was it? So you know. I'm I'm a purist when it comes to some of the stuff, but when they did Rogue One, they just they I mean they said it perfectly and everything flew. I mean every you know you you had that connection between Episode Three to Episode Four and Rogue One filled that and you just you fell in love with this guy Andor you know and his you know and I you want wanted more of his backstory, and I think Star Wars is. And the previews that I've seen, I've seen, I've, I've seen just about every preview that I could possibly watch for this, for this, for this thing. And it's actually really cool. The, the, the cool part about living in Los Angeles is that, that there's a huge and or poster that takes up the entire side of a building on Sunset Boulevard. It's, it's really cool. And then like the posters are all over the city. Yeah. So, and I don't, is that coming? What is that? that that's, uh, when is that coming out? I think the first two episodes or three episodes. Three, the first yeah. three episodes, like next week or the following week. I think yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, really soon. Here, let me look it up. Yeah, here. that and I, you know, the Star Wars, as far as their TV series, they did, you know, they did a great job with Kenobi. They did a great job with uh, Mandalorian. September twenty first, Wednesday. That's, that's tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. They're releasing episodes one, two, and three tomorrow. Well, I can tell you what I'm going to be doing tomorrow night then. So, but uh, no, Sean, I'm not doing that. Whatever you were going to say, whatever you were thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay, if you were. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think hey, that. Hey, look at me, honey. I'm playing with my lightsaber. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's been, of course, also this Friday. I also have to ask you if if you guys are buying into the hype of the new 
uh, what's the, oh, I just totally went blank, the Avatar, the new Avatar movie or whatever. I guess that's coming out on Friday or whatever. No, it no, it, so it's it's not coming out on Friday. They are re-releasing Avatar oh, One into theaters this I got day you. All right. Yeah, they got to get more money out of it before they release the second one. Well, they're they're pulling the same they're pulling the same stunt that uh, that Marvel did to make it the best. What well, the best opening or the what was that when when Endgame came out and then they wanted to beat James Cameron and then they re-released they re-released Endgame just to get it to get top uh, Avatar's numbers or whatever it was. So I'm sure James Cameron is. Which is funny because now that Disney owns Avatar. So. Really? Yeah, they they yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty they, sure they, they, they bought it. Yeah. Fox. Yeah, when they bought Fox, that was part of the. I was going to say, is that twenty? That I, they bought. That's the thing. <laughs> Disney is such a powerhouse. Like it really is. They own everything, and everyone's always talking shit on Disney. Dude, Disney's not going anywhere. That, they have way too much rights to stuff. They own too many amazing franchises. Like they're not going anywhere. How long? How much? Well, and that's why. Say, go go ahead, me. I was going to say, how much law? I mean, at what point? Now, this may sound like a silly question, but at what point is somebody like the SEC or somebody going to step in and say, okay, you've got to stop because you're getting a market, a full-on corner on the market in the entertainment industry? Because when you look at who, 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 I mean, they don't own Sony yet. They, they don't know. I'm guessing they don't own Columbia Pictures. So, I mean, who... You know, illuminate. They don't own Illumination. They don't own DreamWorks. So I mean, is there any other uh, MGM? But MGM hasn't made decent stuff in forever. MGM's owned by Amazon now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's so the here's, same here's, thing as like telecom. Like you have T-Mobile and AT and T that are buying up everybody. Like yeah. those are the two big carriers. It's the same shit and. The, it's a call it what it is. It's a monopoly, man. Well, like, so and there's like the same even, things happen in entertainment. Who's the CEO? I don't even know who the CEO is of, of Disney anymore. It's not the it's not the uh It's not the guy they had for years. It's, it's not uh, it's not uh, I not Eisner. Is it Michael yeah. Eisner? Is that who I'm thinking of? It's not Michael yeah, Eisner. Let me do a little Oh, it's Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek. I think is his yep. name. Bob Chapek. So I've never heard of this guy. So, but to me, there along that line, and we've we've actually been talking about in my U.S. history class. I, I I explained to them what horizontal integration is, and basically buying up all of your. And Go ahead. On a quick Google search of this guy, uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek said he'd like to own all of Hulu tomorrow, but says chances of an early deal are slim. <laughs> So I didn't even. Know. Disney's trying to acquire Hulu. Disney owns Hulu. Hulu is part but of the. They're trying to Disney acquire Android. all of it. Oh, I got what you're saying. Like, I was going to say they have ESPN already, and I didn't know what. I mean, when you think about what. I mean, but is that is that so? You're in the entertainment industry, Sean. I mean, is that good or bad for the entertainment industry that you have one major conglomerate that owns? 
I mean, it's like if you, you know, you know whose salad you have to toss to get into the movies. It's just anybody on the Disney board, you know, I mean, is that good or bad for the entertainment industry? So it depends on how you splice it. So I'm going to go on a, a, a semi rant. I, I apologize to you guys, but I'll try to explain this as best I can. It is at times very good for the actors because it, it, it's just like wrestling, like competition drives the market. So you have all these different streaming services. You have all these different networks that are trying to get theirs. Well, guess what? What that means is they have to produce original content, which means they have to hire actors and they have to hire casting directors and they have to hire all these people to make these shows. Here's the problem. It can hurt the actor because that means that the actor themselves are going to get paid less because now with streaming services, what's different than network television is you want to know what streaming services don't include that network television deals do when shows get syndicated? Residuals. You don't get residuals based from Netflix. So you have shows like Squid Game, Stranger Things that they make where these actors and actresses they get paid what they get paid, and and then there's no there's no gain to it. Well, that's what so I saw. I'm a firm believer that I think the big three, the big three overall winners, are going to be Disney in third place, and even though like right now Disney is first. Disney recently surpassed Netflix in the last quarter for the most subscribers. If you include Hulu, Disney Plus, and yeah, ESPN Plus, Plus all in one. Here, but I think that the two that will eventually, and it might be in a decade from now, but the two that I think that are going to surpass them are Apple and Amazon. And here's why. In this business, I think the winners of the streaming wars of the entertainment industry um, are going to be the people that that have the pockets to pay for live sports. You look at Apple. They just signed a massive deal with Major League Soccer. And yeah, Major League Soccer isn't the biggest thing. However, it just, I think it's more of a tester. It's the same thing with MLB. They have the technology. They're building the platform so that when things like the NFL become available, NBA rights become available, those are going to swoop them up. And the reason why I think Apple and Amazon is because if you look at their market, they have unlimited money. They, they are the two that truly have nothing, that have nothing to lose because they can make their money back in other ways. Same with Disney. Disney has ways to make revenue other than just the entertainment field. Not as much, though, as Apple and Amazon. But if we take a look like at Netflix, right? Netflix had to lay off tons of employees. They had to shut down a ton of different office buildings because they struggled financially. What Netflix is struggling with is they're pumping out original content. It's harder for them to gain licensing rights for these other shows. Why? Because places like Viacom, Paramount Plus exists. Now you have CBS, All Access. You have everyone's trying to get into the streaming market. Peacock. But I eventually think that these these that Disney, with, with they've already shown with Fox, with ESPN, with all these different networks, Disney is buying them. I think you will start to see Apple purchase some of these things, and I I think you'll same thing with. So look at look at HBO Max that's going away. Got a, got absorbed by Discovery. In America, we don't think Discovery is that big of a deal. Overseas. However, across the globe, yep. it's massive. That's yes. the parent umbrella yeah. now. So I think that these these industries that have deeper pocketbooks like Amazon that eventually are – I genuinely believe like they're going to get NFL-like network and they're going to have NFL Sunday ticket through Amazon. Um, that's going to be the driving force. They already do. We know they do red, Amazon they Thursday night football. Amazon does red zone. They have red zone and they have Thursday night football. Yeah. So it's uh, like once, once those live sports and again, not everyone is all about live sports, but 
I just think those are the guys that are going to have the deepest pocketbooks and they're going to be the ones that buy and partner. Like if I think like a, a bunch of different streaming services have deals where it's like, Hey, if you have a stars login, you know, you can add it to your Hulu yeah. premium or, you know, well, so two, two things I want to, I want to point out that you, I want to go back to two things that you said. Number one, the squid game things. I think it was you and I think you sent me a link to an article about, didn't you say the actors in Squid Games didn't make Jack? It, it, was that you, you? You didn't you tell me it was like, and since there were no residuals, those guys weren't going to see anything from as like the Squid Game guys. They were they were paid in like piss poor I, wages. I don't know about that. Um, I do know that like the show itself um, didn't have like a crazy large budget. Yeah. So, so I, but but again, I don't know. Yeah, I know that they're not getting residuals, and it was yes. Netflix's most watched show. Yeah, it was last the year. So, second thing was, so I watched, and Sean can get his groaning out of the way when I say this, but I watched the Kansas City Chiefs game last Thursday night on Amazon, and so there were three. So there were three. There were three feeds of that game. They had the. You had Al Michaels and I think it was Kirk Herbstreet who did the game. And then you had, um, you had that you had the, the live game. Then they did a simulcast with Dude Perfect, and I, I love Dude Perfect. I love their content on YouTube, and it's I, you know my kids like watching it. But they were doing a simulcast with Dude Perfect, trying to do like the Eli Manning, the Mannings do with Sunday, Monday Night Football. Didn't really work. And then they had a third channel that I probably stayed locked into three quarters of the time. You know, Amazon has the the AWS, the stat that, you know, and they were plugging that stuff in real time into the game. And I was, I mean, it was, it was, it, if you, if you nerd out on football and you don't have Amazon Prime, you need to get it. If you're a football fan, just for that reason, because they show the play like, you know, like a coach would draw it out on it. They're showing that play as it happens. They're showing the X's and O's as it happens. And it was very, very, very cool to watch that and to see, you know, oh, I see how that play, you know. And, it, I mean, it was it was very impressive on how they did that. So, but I, I'm with you, Sean. If they... If they if they do it that way, then then that that's going to win them that's going to win them a lot of viewers. So anyway, I think we're getting close enough to the clock on the wall, and I know Sean has to get signed out here before long. But uh, yes, sir, man, it's so great seeing that handsome beard just growing all over <laughs> the place, and you know I feel like I need to plant a garden in there now or something, and just you know <laughs> see Daisy start pumping up through there or something soon here but no i'm sad because i'll probably have to shave it mid-october but that'll be the that'll be the death of it but no again um it was great to be back on great to talk to you guys as always um i'm excited for our conversation next week just because like as we do deep dive in that um you know the more serious stuff um definitely tell like, your friends about you know that, yeah. always yeah so for sure um you know if if you you find time this week, as we always say, be a friend, tell a friend, but definitely, you know, let them know where to catch us next week. And even if they can't catch us live, make sure they check out the show later on, especially if, you know, you, you see someone that's got a really loud, loud opinion kind of about these kinds of things. I know that I see people that talk about, oh, it's the greatest thing ever that they're sending these people elsewhere. Like, just just join us next week. Take a listen, comment along, and, and I can't wait to talk to you guys. 
All right, we'll see you all next week.